0: Support for this podcast comes from Troy University, dedicated to teaching a new generation to lead change. Information on leadership opportunities available to students from day one is at troy.edu slash
1: lead change. From Troy Public Radio, this is In Focus, and I'm Carolyn Hutchison. The music you're hearing is from Karen Pell and the Alabama Troubadour singing A Good Coon Dog, and we're taking you to a special place that is unique in the United States. vacation today in Cherokee, Alabama, at the famous Coon Dog Cemetery. We have two cousins who are going to be talking with us today. One is Lee Hatton. Welcome to Troy Public Radio.
2: Uh, Thank you. Thank y'all for being here.
1: Frankie Hatton, welcome to Troy Public Radio. Thank you. We are standing looking at a number of graves with flowers all over the hillside. Lee, how many graves and who's buried here?
2: There's a lot of famous coon hounds buried here. There's a little over 300 dogs buried here now, and Frankie has a few hounds buried here. I've got a few hounds buried here. The very first hound that was buried here is Troop. Key Underwood buried him here on Labor Day in 1937. It just kind of spread from there. His buddies started burying their coon hounds here. It was never intended to be a coon dog cemetery, but it caught on, and people come from all over the country now to bury their special hounds here. There are several types of coon hounds. How many types? The most popular is a tree and walker. Most people hunt tree and walkers, but you have black and tans, you have red bones, you have English, you have plots, American blue ticks. So an English dog can be a blue tick or a red tick, but there is an American blue tick. So there's about seven or eight varieties of coon hounds.
1: Frankie, what is special about coon hounds and what they hunt and why?
0: Well, when I was a boy, far as coon hunting, the hides brought a good bit of money back then. As a coon hound, you wanted one that didn't run no deer or no coyote or any off game. You always wanted one that would tree a coon and a coon only. When I was a young boy and my daddy, as we would go coon hunting this time of year, when the hides was at their prime, you know, a lot of the competition hunters now, There's not as many pleasures hunters as there used to be. During a competition hunt, you don't harm the animal. You just shine the tree, score, you score card, and then you go back to the truck. And the one that has the highest score at the end of the time period wins the hunt.
1: Lee, tell me about Troop and Key Underwood and how all of this started.
2: Well, this used to be a hunting camp, and Key Underwood and his buddies would come up here and they'd spend time hunting in, in what is known now as Freedom Hills Wildlife Management Area. And it was just their favorite place to come hunt. From what I understand, Troop was um, half bird song and half red bone, which a bird song is like a foxhound. He lived to be like 15 years old, which is a long time for a coon hound, And he was just Key Underwood's favorite hound, and this was their favorite spot. So when he passed away, he decided to come and bury him here. Not intending to start a coon dog cemetery, but it was just a place they loved to come spend time together
1: does it take to do a coon hunt frankie on average
0: on average two to three hours it's at night mostly we've had some to last all night and i have actually went to trees in the morning after daylight and uh, the dogs have a coon tree
1: when we were standing at the back of lee's truck the two of you started talking about some championship dogs
0: you have two organizations. You have UKC and and PKC, and you have more than that, but they're the two main ones that hunt for trophies and hunt for money. My brother actually went this year to the PKC World Hunt, where they hunted over a thousand dogs. You hunt all week, and actually the final three works down to the Saturday night, where there's final three dogs, and uh, you know first place is like thirty-five to forty thousand dollars. There's several hounds buried here that has won the nationals and state championships.
1: So, Lee, how do you get approved to bury a coon dog here?
2: We have some special regulations that a dog has to meet to be a bury here. If they're titled, if they're a Grand night champion or a night champion or a PKC champion, or if they've been in competition hunts and won competition hunts, they're titled... Then we just require a photo of the hound to make sure it is of a coon-hound breed. If the dog's not titled, then we require five affidavits from people who have coon hunted with the dog and testify that it is a coon-hound capable of running and tree and wild raccoons. Then we require a photo of the dog to make sure it is of a coon-hound breed and it's a $100 burial fee. So we have to hold a, a higher standard for the ones that's buried here because of the way it was set up in the past.
1: Frankie, these dogs were really, really special. They were
0: special, especially to the owners of them, because a lot of the owners spent a long
2: hours of the night hunting them.
1: And Troop himself is surrounded by U.S. flags, Lee.
2: We have an annual Labor Day celebration, and we'll decorate the cemetery with flowers, and we'll put flags on all the graves. And But we always leave the ones on Troop just to kind of mark, you know, that he is the one that started it all, and, and it's easy for people to find his marker.
1: Is there anything about Key Underwood that we need to know besides his love for his uh, best friend?
2: Well, Frankie had a great uncle that hunted with him some, and from all I understand, you know, he was a super great guy. And yeah. This was
0: his favorite area at the out.
2: It was Sugar Creek hunting camp at, at that time, mm-hmm. I believe,
0: and everyone from miles around would join and have stories. But most of them out here and, and camped out all night, and actually when I was... A young boy, my daddy, brought me here. and They would have a coon, a cage, and hang it up. They would bring dogs, and they would time them for a minute, and whichever one barked the most during that minute would win. Like if everyone put $5 a piece in, and whoever's dog actually done the most barks in a minute would
1: win the pot. I can't think of any better resting place for these 300 coon dogs than this beautiful spot... What do you think, Frankie?
0: Well, that's the reason we're a part of it. We, we love it. I've done it since I was, I guess, five years old. I love turning my hounds out and just relaxing and listening, and I enjoy more of a younger dog, and watching him progress gets better every time you take him till he gets to that point of being a champion.
1: I want to thank you for joining us today.
0: Thank you, dear, and we're glad y'all came and glad to be a part of this.
1: Lee, thank you so much.
2: Yes, ma'am. Thank y'all for being here.
1: We are so delighted to bring you a New York-based actor who is here for a family reunion, Alex
3: Wade. Thank you so much. It's a really cool place around here.
1: I want you to share an excerpt of a special poem that means a lot to coon dog
3: hunters. Absolutely. I actually did take a wander through the cemetery a couple minutes ago, and I did find Old Red, who is uh, the subject of this poem. I think the eulogy is, is for Old Red. There is a coon dog heaven and old red is there and every night he runs and the den trees are there in the old swamp and the old hunter's moon hangs low in the west and the coons don't go up no slick bark trees and the carbide don't run out and there ain't no bull nettle and saw briars and old masters always knock the coon out and let old red grab him and give him a good shake and then he gets a pat on the head and climbs back into the kennel in the back of the pickup truck and goes home and sleeps all day. Cause he knows in coon dog heaven he can't hunt again when the sun goes down and the tree frogs holler. May the bones of old red rest in peace through the mercy of God, and may the coon hunter's light perpetually shine upon him. Amen.
1: That was New York-based actor Alex Wade sharing an excerpt from William W. Ramsey's Coon Dog Eulogy. Our guest at the Key Underwood Coon Dog Memorial Cemetery in northwest Alabama, were cousins Lee and Frankie Hatton. More information can be found at the website, coondogcemetery.com. We leave you with more of Karen Pell and the Alabama Troubadour singing A Good Coon Dog. Thanks for joining us today for In Focus, which is now a podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Carolyn Hutchison, and this is listener supported Troy Public Radio. I'll sing you two or three so you'll know what I see in that cemetery for good knows. When the hunt was in doubt, Dr. Doom.